0: This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. So, you guys, we have one of your very favorite people here with us today, Bob Goff, and I specifically wanted him to be here with us today because he embodies delight, and we're talking about delight this week, and I just want to talk about, Bob, you and I have talked about this before But I want to talk about what this looks like in this new context, because the world has changed since the last time we talked about this.
1: Yeah, totally. Everything, they threw the sock drawer on the floor, and then (laughs) we're just saying, like, so what matches what now? Like, where where do we go? A lot of people confuse. There's some people with some direction, but I love that we're talking about delight. I mean, let's go. This is my love language.
0: (laughs) I know. Well, that's why you were the only person we could call because I was like, nobody embodies this more than you and sweet Maria. I love that when you are in the midst of good, when you're in the midst of bad, you say, this always matters. I want to read a quote out of Love Does. Living a life fully engaged and full of whimsy and the kind of things that love does is something most people plan to do, but along the way, they just kind of forget. Now, I will tell you that this morning, I woke up knowing we were going to talk, and I looked at Zach, and I said, We have to do something fun today. It's Bob Goff Day. Like, I'm interviewing (laughs) Bob Goff. And it has been Groundhog Day at our house. And so I really want to give people ideas of what would it look like to have whimsy in our life even though we don't have a lot of freedom, because we're all used to our freedom, and it still is hard. And even when you wrote that, people still forget, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I think these reminders. I think in the Old Testament, when they stacked rocks, it wasn't like they ran out of paper. It's that they wanted to remember that God showed up. Think of like Acts one one, Theophilus, lover of God. Look for many convincing proofs that Jesus is still alive and. I think what we can do is, at this time, we're in a little bit tight quarters, and uh, maybe you've been walking around in your sweats. You know it's bad when your sweats start feeling tight. (laughs) (laughs) I've been pounding those like Girl Scout Thin (laughs) mitts, They're not working. Um, But one of the things that uh, we can do is to uh, do what Paul was talking about. Timothy said, uh, Timothy's a guy who takes a genuine interest in other people. And, uh, and so I think maybe some of our delight comes from being a little bit more curious about other people's stuff Mm. than we are about our stuff. And you can be definitely do the deep work of figuring out who you are and who God knit you to be, but then, uh, take delight in seeing what's happening in other people's lives and then join into it. I don't know if you were on, but I've been reading a couple nights, um, little stories from, uh, love does for kids. And in a moment of brilliance, I I was reading a story about like somebody who gave a shiny penny to me and told me that shiny pennies are worth two and i said hey parents if you want me to write a letter to your kids and send them a shiny penny here's my email address drop me a note <laughs> Oh my gosh, I got so many. So Sweet Maria and I have been writing hundreds oh and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters. And I'm telling you, it only cost me a penny or two apiece. But one of the <laughs> things that I'm trying to do is delight in other people. Yeah. I want to just be engaged and enter into it. And what I want to do is have them think about the spring of 2020 and think about a time that they got a shiny penny from somebody they didn't know. Mm. And uh, so sometimes we think it's going to be these big and glorious things uh, that we would do for Jesus. And he said, eyes fixed on me. Mm-hmm. Like keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Like That's what brings him to light. And maybe we can lift our eyes a little bit and to say, man, to, in a moment of authenticity to say, this is what's been really difficult to me. This has been hard for a person that's on the move you and i i think are cut from the same cloth girl yep. <laughs> and so we've had our wings clipped a little bit so can we change gears a little bit and and have maybe some delight in the new circumstances paul talked about that i mean he was in a lot worse circumstances than we were but learning how to not just to put up with it, but to actually delight in these circumstances, seeing where God's on the move, stacking the rocks.
0: Okay. I want to actually go into your brain a minute. Will you go here with me? I want to talk about how you think of things because when I've read your books and I know your life and I watch how you live and I've I've heard you all do things like the pennies, I just want you to take us into where you think of things like that. Because I think for a lot of us, we just get stuck and we want to think about other people and we want to be creative with our lives and we want to be creative with what God's given us. But I would love to even just hear what it looks like in your mind to have ideas and to think of what it would look like to bless other people.
1: Yeah, sometimes on the appearance a uh, seven on the Enneagram, if your listeners are hip to that. So I'm a flaming seven, which is the enthusiast. And I, I would imagine you've got a big dollop I'm, of that too. I'm
0: yeah. seven
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the hallmarks of a seven would be that there's a veneer of yippy skippy and like balloons and all that. But underneath that is a mile of strategy. You know why you're mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. And so when we're operating in a really healthy place and so I'm super intentional, it comes across as like, and so I got some pennies, but actually to be super intentional about that, to say, I want a seven-year-old kid to replace a memory of this with a memory of that. I think that's what... Jesus was always doing when the friends lowered their friend through the roof to Jesus. It's not lost on me. He says, it's the faith of your friends that Mm. have made you well. And so I just think it was somebody that had the caper, let's take the roof off. (laughs) (laughs) And I think if we can tap back into that, but knowing why we're doing what we're doing, because if you want applause, join the circus. But if you want Jesus, join hurting people. Mm. find people get outside yourself find people engage them and say let's go do this thing knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing and then our rule is that we just need to know what we want that's what he's looking for Jesus asked the blind guy what do you want And the guy didn't say, well, when I was a young man, when I was an embryo, this is what my ambitions. No, no, no. He just said, I want to (laughs) see. So I would say for the people that are listening, know what you want. And uh, the promise of faith is if you want more faith, uh, you'll get it if you're looking for it. And so this is for a time like you and I. We can grow our faith when we're ricocheting off the walls. I just want that. And so I don't know what do you want? Don't say you want world peace. If you really want a Porsche, it's awesome. Just let Jesus know you want the Porsche. You're not getting one anyway, (laughs) but at least you'll experience authenticity. You'll actually get real about that. Don't go Ananias and Sapphira and act like you want something else. Hey, I want to show you something in my office here. I've got a, uh, a saddle. Our buddy uh, Miles Adcox gave me this saddle. I've never been on a horse before. I can't uh, believe it. But I've got a saddle. And uh, <laughs> but it, and so if I went around with my saddle and uh, let everybody think I was a cowboy, they, the reality is that I've never been on a horse. And so what Sweet Maria did at Christmas time, she got me a picture of a horse. And there's a horse, and it's got spots all over it, like me. Uh, I've named this horse <laughs> Freckles. And it's a lot easier to uh, have a picture on the wall of a horse named Freckles than to actually own a horse. and right. Do what it takes to keep that horse thriving. And I think the same is true in our faith. I mean, it's easy to have a picture on the wall of what you want faith to look at, but I don't want to be like the guy with the saddle and no actual horse, just a picture of what the horse is supposed to be. I want to just, I would say in your faith, get the horse. And it's going to be a little bit more work to do that, but there's an authenticity about that. I don't want to just talk, you know, like all hat, no cattle. I want to be a person that actually has the kind of faith that I aspire to have. And I think it starts in those really small ways. It's a widow's mite. It's a shiny penny. It's an act of service, of love. Uh, It's something Zach did for you. I know I give Maria, first time I gave her a daisy that only had three petals on it. <laughs> she's like, what the heck? And then she's like, oh, I get it. He loves me. He loves me now. He loves
0: me. <laughs> oh, and it landed so, in the right place.
1: <laughs> yeah. So actually, it's all about where you start. But, but I would <laughs> think that that's what God delights in. And if he made us so we could delight in him. And that we could, he could delight in us. That's a song of songs, chapter two. Mm. My beloved is mine and I am his. And so I just hope that our friends that are listening will take some of the pressure off, take a deep breath, get a puppy if you're on edge.
0: Oh oh my gosh. Do you know I am begging Zach Allen for a puppy? Begging. Bob.
1: I'll mail you one. (laughs) from Bob. (laughs) Just tell me what flavor you want. Do you know what? The word conspire, it isn't <laughs> just between us and like Russia and all that. It's actually means to take a deep breath. Isn't that crazy? A conspiracy is just two people taking a deep breath That's together. Right. Not and so devil. why don't we conspire? We'll I take like a deep this. breath and then I'll get you whatever kind of puppy you want. And Zach, oh right. not, he's not going to like let it go. Um, right. <laughs> what if we were to conspire for each other in our faith that we right. take a breath. I know that sometimes when I've written to a couple friends, I'm going through a difficult time, they will say what I say to them, which is, I'm just breathing for you. You know, Mm -hmm. when it feels like you can't catch your breath, that we could breathe for one another. And we can be really picky about the words that we use. James Mm -hmm. 5, with our tongues, we can praise God and curse men. And so sometimes in a confined space to just like watch your tongue, uh, what you say, choose different words to express familiar ideas, just find a better way, reach up a little higher on the shelf. I think God delights when we have a discovery like that. I have a grandson, we never say his name, but this grandson took his first step. And there's something so beautiful. I've wanted a grandkid for the longest time. I told our kids, if you don't have any kids, like we're going to just have more kids. And that's just <laughs> that. So I saw him take his first step and I didn't think to myself, like, I've seen better. <laughs> I'm like, of course not. I delighted in that. You know, Zachariah 4, that God delights in seeing us take our first step. He, he delights in seeing us start. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that if you're listening, that you have just something knowing that God delights in you taking a small step, shuffle your feet forward.
0: Okay. I want to I wanna play a little game with you, but I didn't prep you for it. So I want you to be creative for different types of people. So I'm going to say a person in their situation. And I want you to think of something crazy they could do today, like just something that they could do that's out of the box with their limitations. So let's start with a medical worker that is headed into her 20th day of a long shift and she's exhausted and she's just feeling ill-equipped and like, how do I love people?
1: Yeah, I, I I've got one for that. There, I actually got a call from a medical worker who was all actually all of those things, and they were supposed to get married, and no. it was like the kabosh. I'm like, girl, I got a boat, <laughs> right? Uh, and I got I'm ordained. I paid like four good right. dollars for that. What I said is, I'll meet you on the dock. We'll nose the boat up. We'll officiate this thing. Let's go do this. So finding some joy in the middle of these circumstances mm. is just trying to find in a new context where that joy could be. So I would say, if you're exhausted, just a cool glass of water from somebody. Perhaps letting people know, if yes. you're a medical worker, what you need. That's good. Uh, instead of people saying, hey, if you need anything, give me a shout. I mean, if I'm tapped out, if you're tapped out, if they're tapped, the last thing you have is a list of what you need. So why not put a f- use flags? Like yeah. raise a flag with chocolate cake on it <laughs> to let people know <laughs> yeah. what you need. Even within Darling. your home, you could yeah. just say, I, I, you could just put something with some cash. I could just use some money. Yeah. But to let people know what you need, maybe in a creative way that you couldn't otherwise access. What if we created these mm-hmm. zones where we could say three minutes of authenticity? Just mm-hmm. like, let's just get it out there. And the only rules are this, don't you dare fix me. Like, Mm -hmm. so here, I'm just going to tell you the way it is with Sweet Marie and I, the way it is between you and Zach, the -hmm. way it is when you felt uh, discouraged or uh, you feel like you're purposeless and you know there's greater purposes and all the Bible verses come together, but they just feel like you're made of Teflon, Mm -hmm. that they just aren't sticking. There's something instead of saying, well, just believe more. Be like, no, 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 shut up create a safe place, and have three minutes of authenticity. I would say to a worn out medical health provider, to a worn out mom or dad, Mm -hmm. to a stressed out somebody, three minutes of just keeping it super real, and then switch places.
0: Mm, That's good. That's good. Okay, what would you say to the young single that is alone in her house right now, that feels isolated, has capacity, wants to help, but doesn't know how?
1: Oh, what a great question. I'd say young and single, I would say delight in uh, your youth and in your singleness. I would say, <laughs> talk to somebody that's actually not young or single mm. and to say, what advantages do I have now that you don't feel like you have right now? Almost like that trading place is the best way God. to just learn. Not to say, like, it's not a mind game. It's like, how can I understand now some of the things that are possible for me? But I would also use this time to be super intentional. I wouldn't be alone. And by the way, if you guys are feeling alone, send me an email, send Jenny an email. Mm -hmm. Just don't feel isolated and alone without having an outlet. I'm just Mm -hmm. Bob Goff at Bob Goff. Easiest email ever. I just don't want anybody to be alone. And if you're young and single, get outside yourself and let people know that you're available. There's something beautiful. If you're old and married, get outside yourself and make yourself available.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now- Another one that's common right now is a lot of moms that are homeschooling, and this might be a short season that they're their kids teacher for the first time. So what would you say to those parents, mom or dad that's helping with homeschooling and has a bunch of kids that need them every day all of a sudden?
1: Yeah, I would say to be creative, to do the opposite of whatever would be predictable. That's good. Um, Because that will be the memorable stuff. Mm. I would get some magnifying glasses. I wouldn't burn ants with these. I would get magnifying (laughs) glasses and look closely at stuff and just look closely at each other. I've got an idea. Why don't you memorize your kids' thumbprints? Just put a magnifying glass. Be the only person that could draw their kids' thumbprints. You got about five or six weeks, best I've heard, (laughs) to figure that out. Just memorize them all. Wouldn't that be awesome? Mm
0: -hmm. I love it. Okay. So is anything hard for you in this season that makes you sad, that makes you stuck? Because I think a lot of people are feeling that emotion of just anger or fear. And I would love to know. I mean, Bob, you're so positive. Like, has that been a part of this season for you?
1: Yeah, The uh, while I come across to people that are just acquainted with me, it's just like happy, like whatever. I, I got 3,000 kids in seven countries mm, and five of right. them are in the middle of civil wars. Oh, one of them, the Taliban won't let the girls that we're teaching learn how to read. And we're just saying, like, we're teaching them anyway, so deal. So to with resolve and with attitude, but it's the attitude of Christ, who, although he was God, did not do that. He came to serve and to say, I want to have a ton of resolve for these things. We've had some setbacks, some people have passed away. We've had some really uh, difficult things, even in the middle of this. uh, I have not had a day yet this week that there hasn't been somebody that's called me with the death of a loved one. And so in the middle of that, that we could be able to change gears and that we could say empathize with that, but I don't want that to strip me of my joy. I wanna be fully present in the grief uh, and then I wanna return uh, to my resting position of joy and hope and anticipation. And it really is this idea of letting your theology inform your face to say that there is a hope and there's things that I don't understand. And, and I don't think this side of heaven that we will understand. I think that's probably why eternity is going to last so long mm. to say like, you know, I've got a couple of questions. I've been reading Matthew 25 and Jesus is going to have a couple of questions for us too. Mm. Like I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty. I was sick. I was strange. I was naked. I was in jail. Uh, you know it's something interesting, Jenny. The uh, I teach a class for the last year or two at San Quentin Penitentiary, and the prisoners. I'm not quite sure how they get the phones, but they've been calling me concerned mm-hmm. about how I'm doing. Oh, because oh. they don't have the virus in there because there's no visitors. So, uh, but they're concerned with me, and I'm like telling you, these men are more free than I've ever been. Uh. There was a moment where we were having a conversation. Uh, We were sitting in a circle that we were talking about how long each guy had left on his sentence. The average remaining time was 100 years. Mm. (laughs) Mm. So uh, they had done some wrong uh, in their lives. But we were talking about getting some stuff off their chest. And I said, what's something you need to get off your chest? And each person went around. The guy next to me was the last one to go. He said, I've been in here for 20 years so far. Got 100 left. And uh, I've been telling everybody for 20 years that I was framed, I didn't do it, and I got to get some off my chest. And he paused for a second. He said, I did it. Oh, Bob. And I'm telling you, there's just something really freeing about just getting real. And so I would say in this time where there's some a lot of stress and a lot of really difficult things happen, I would just get real Ephesians 4 to just make these things uh, your request known to God, and the benefit of making things known to God is uh, as you get very specific they 'll be known to you instead of a general feeling of stress or sadness or just kind of a dark edge to things. I would just get out of pencil and would just start writing down what is it like let's just let 's just like name it. i don 't think you need to camp out there, but we need to see it so we can fix it, Uh, so we can bring it to Jesus and to say, man, I'm just feeling a strange. I feel like I have a roommate, not a a spouse anymore. I feel like I have uh, kids who are customers, not flesh of my flesh. They're saying sharp things. I feel distracted. I feel far from Jesus. Man, like bring that. Do not fake it. Just say, but we got to like write it down so you can understand it. If you're not big on journaling, uh, find a word like one word to describe it. Last thing on that topic has been super helpful for us and some friends and I in our conversations, we're talking about high and low values. Like if you have a put like joy as a high value for you and I, to say what would be a low value, like uh, being misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that would be something I'd like to stay away from. Yeah. Yeah. You and I, have you felt misunderstood before? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, (laughs) Almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just go like. Yeah. So the feeling a little distracted is because we spent a little bit of time down right. in those things that are the lower values. I'm not right. saying I need to avoid those, but I just say I'm. Uh, those things that are pinging me right now are the things right. that actually those are those buttons that I've got. And so just understanding that that's what's going on right now. That and you and I will be misunderstood. Right. Uh, that's the idea. We're not john 17 that we're supposed to be one we're not supposed to be the same but i actually want people to just chill out a little bit if i could make a request (laughs) to instead of sending like mean emails to one another be ready to make a defense for the hope that's within you but to do it with kindness and respect i'm not just saying we go for the lowest common denominator no truth uh, but we don't need to be the policeman we don't need to be the person pulling everybody over And I think there's something beautiful in that. I know you're a strong voice in my life. You're a strong voice in so many others' lives, but you have navigated that kindness and respect part just so well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I learned from the best. (laughs) Really, I've watched you, Bob, and I've read everything. And I feel like we all need people to show us there's a different way to do this. You can love God and be kind, and it's helpful. I want to talk about what it looks like for the church going forward, because Everything's changing. And I know we don't know, and it's hard to even take a guess. But what are some of maybe the good things that you see could come out of this for us?
1: Yeah, one of the uh, things is that we've been innovating, and that's beautiful. I want to continue to innovate in our friendships. We figured out how to talk to people through uh, closed sliding glass doors, whether they're little grandkids learning how to walk. And you just don't want to miss a, a minute of it, but you actually want to do that in the, the best way possible. So I think innovation will be part of it. With each uh, wave, there's a front side and a back side. So the front side will be innovation, learning about this thing that most of us didn't know about called Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, what, that's what airplanes did. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or the Brady Bunch when they were like looking at each other. <laughs> but one of the things, anybody that's under 40 didn't even know what that was about. But <laughs> right. One of the things that innovation, the back side of that, Will be, I don't want us to become comfortable doing only this, That's right. right? I don't want uh, this idea of forsaking the gathering together because the best part of church has always been what happens yes. uh, outside, nothing to do with the pulpit. That has a use. Uh, But the best part is gathering together. So I don't want a bunch of people getting familiar with sitting around in their boxers, being entertained. That's just Netflix. So what I want to do is uh, rally together, think of the ways that we can be together, take all that innovation, and then celebrate the real version of that, like where we actually can be back together. We're just itching. I just want to get comfortable with this because I don't think... It's about convenience because comfortable people don't need Jesus. Desperate people need Jesus. I want to be desperate to be together with you and Zach. Like we just want to return to that. And, uh, And so that's the church. We yeah. are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And I wasn't raised in the church, but I found out that we are amazing. But it mm-hmm. takes all of us to make like one really well-adjusted person. <laughs> yeah, It takes uh, serious people and like, go get them. And okay. happy people and sad people and contemplative people. And yeah. so just, I don't know. God doesn't compare what he creates and we don't need to compare Either don't compare. I'm not comparing myself to the thank fantastic you. work that you're doing. I just delight in it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you go, girl.
0: <laughs> well, Bob, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us. This was so encouraging. We need we need some Bob Goff in our lives.
1: <laughs> Sweet Maria sends her love, oh, love and to her. all of you listening. Boy, you've got people that you're listening to. Uh, you're talking to one of my favorite people. Not uh, a guide as much as a Sherpa, because guides tell you what mountain to climb, and they cook the meals along the way. A Sherpa just tells you what you don't need to bring and helps lay the ropes. And so thank you for being that. You and Zach and your entire team have been Sherpas in our life. They laid ropes for us to climb higher. Mm,
0: Thank you, friend. Happy day. Happy day. built you something that I hope will be really helpful. It's called the Anxious Thoughts Guide. And the reason I built it is because I know sometimes you just need an interrupter, something to come in and interrupt the negative thoughts that you're having. And so it's a super simple series of questions and truths and also just a few graphs and things to work through. So you can download it for free. Go to JennyAllen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com.